Blog Talk Radio. I have an emergency. What is your location? Welcome to Rescue Radio. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you are the God of heaven and earth. You are the God who is in control of all things. You are the God that we serve. Lord God, and we thank you that you promised and taught us to pray. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the evil one. Lead us not into temptation. And so we thank you, Father, for the temptations that you would deliver us from. And through this show today, I pray that you give us wisdom and counsel as we uh, look at how the enemy has infested, infected, seduced, deceived, uh, destroyed our abilities to even make good choices, even through the simplest things, like the food we eat. So, Father, I pray now that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to rest, to know, to relieve, to relieve and to rely upon your goodness, your word, your truth. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for us, that you bought our salvation. You fought to the enemy's hordes to purchase for us eternal life through the shedding of your blood. And we thank you, Lord, you broke through the resistance. You broke through hell to get back the keys of life and death and, 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 and the kingdom of heaven. And we thank you, Jesus, for the promises, including the one that no weapon forged against us will prosper, that no word said, no deed done, no word said, take action taken against us will prosper or prevail, no matter what. The enemy wants us to think it looks like where we declare that we believe in you. Like Job said, those be flaming at the trust. And so for those today, Father, who are feeling knocked down, destroyed, um, flame in the depths of their trenches, Father God, I pray today that you bring help and hope. And we thank you, Father, for bringing Karen with us to, to uh, bring Karen to be with us today. So Karen, welcome to Rescue Radio and our show today, which is called. Untangling the life, are you being programmed by the food you eat? What an interesting title, I'd say. It is, Marjorie. We have a lot to talk about. Let's start with one simple little, the word programmed, and then I'll let you get into your thing. I don't think people realize how easily, uh, how, how this thing works, how this thing of getting programmed, controlled, deceived by the enemy, coming into agreement with life, you know, that's a basis for the control is believing right. How the enemy has programmed us even through the things that we read, the things we listen to, the things we eat, the things we look at, the things we agree with with our mouths, the things we attend and participate in and go to, the shirts we wear. I mean, he, we don't understand that these things are taken by the enemy as agreements that allow him to operate his hideous, counterfeiting situations against this lies that he builds up in our soul. So, with, with programming coming through foods, what, what do you want to tell us today? It's a very broad question, so where do you want to start? <laughs> First of all, give, give me a little background for those who are new to you. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I, just, I mean, like one sentence, like, why should I listen to you, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not a know-it-all. Uh, well, then I, I shouldn't listen to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we want to just listen to experts all the time? Experts, you know... I guess you can be an expert. You can really know your field. 
I feel if I set myself up as an expert, I'm just asking for, uh, yeah, and criticism. So I'm here to share with the people what I have learned, mm-hmm. what I've experienced, and what I know to be true. Mm-hmm. And I find that the more I know, the more there is to learn. And this, uh, being in the scriptures, being in the word, is probably the best thing anyone can do because the Holy Spirit can bring clarity for number one. Because I remember when the number one healing, the overall lesson healing is our spiritual yeah, it, all, it all reduces down to spiritual, but it gives us something so simple like food. For example, if you if you connect the, the deep spiritual walk yeah. that Adam and Eve were having with God, it, it there was one commandment and it was a very unspiritual commandment. Just don't eat that tree off that tree. It was about eating. Eating that food yeah, the tree. Yeah. And, and so how intimately these two, the eating of the food and the spiritual life and the development of Adam and Eve, were you know, hooked together in that command. And when they broke that commandment, as simple and as it seems very unspiritual, it doesn't matter what I eat, really. Uh, but don't eat off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When they ate that food, opened their eyes to the knowledge of good and evil, and ever since then we want the more and more knowledge about things, and yet eating still seems to be a problem. Because it starts with rebellion. Yeah. When we have a rebellious spirit, mm-hmm. then we are going to rebel, and we can end up in all different kinds of addictions. Now, you said a rebellious spirit. Yes. Are we a rebellious spirit, or is rebellion a spirit that's separate from us? It's separate from us. Oh. But the spirit, and you correct me if I I agree with you. <laughs> you you help me out here because this is your this is your area of what you know, and the more I learn from you, the more I realize that it actually is a spiritual battle. Yeah. In that this rebellious spirit, because when I worked with people over the last thirty five years professionally, I've been in this field since I was a little girl my whole life. Mm-hmm. It's not just oh this is my business or this mm-hmm. is a trend. This is the purpose of helping others to do it well. That's what you want to point for to teach people how to eat well. And to learn myself because, yes, number one is our spirit and our relationship with God. And God gave us this body, this vehicle, that, uh, this vessel that has the, our soul and our spirit. However, it is, you know, temporary. In the meantime, though, God wants us to be well and to be healthy. And if we rebel and eat things, or if we do it from a lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. right, uh, we still it affects the consequences. And so does our children and our grandchildren because it affects our DNA. Oh, wow. So it affects our DNA, it uh, codes our DNA, and it affects our thinking which affects our choices on a daily basis, hundred times a day. So she was saying, okay, the spirit of rebellion, which says, basically, the lobbying of rebellion is, you can't make me. No, I won't. Right. And you can't make me eat what I'm supposed to eat. I'm going to eat what I want to eat. Right. And the, the, did you know, I believe that the demons, that, well, it says it actually in Romans um, 6, 12 in the Amplified. Paul says it this way. He says, let not sin... Therefore, rule as king 
in your mortal short-lived perishable body to make you obey it in its lust, evil passions, and cravings. And I think that word craving is a really appropriate word because, uh, to me, a lot of the demons are craving sugar. They're craving, um, they they create a deficit. Like, for example, you used to talk sometimes about, you know, we we, uh, are low on minerals. Yes. Deficit. There's a deficit in the mineral category. And so then we, the, the enemy uses, he creates that deficit by causing us to not like eat those kinds of real foods. And then he creates a substitute craving for sh- sugar. Sugar then becomes, we're craving sugar because we're lo- lacking the raw minerals, which then sets us up to drink the aspartames and the sucralose bread and all this sort of thing. Uh, and, and it's like, so he sets up a vacuum. We do need good food. We do need minerals. There's no sins. We need minerals. And Satan will try to set you up in a world where you can't get your milk or you, I don't want them. They don't taste good. I don't like them. And so he sets up the torture rack and then his demons get fed to the food we eat and we're rebelling because if we do what God says, we do what? Real food, real food. Real food grown on real land and dirt mm-hmm. that doesn't have all these toxic chemicals. I do real heritage seeds that reproduce themselves because it tells us in the Bible. Mm-hmm. To bear plant seeds that bear after themselves, and so yeah, he actually said, "Eat the fruit with the seed in it." Must have had a reason, and the herbs, the green herbs. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So he, in the scriptures, it tells us that the leaf is for our medicine, mm-hmm. the root is for our food, and God has it perfect. It was perfect in the garden of Eden, and we are no longer there. So if we think, "Oh, I'm just going to eat good." And I'll be totally healthy. That isn't even true. So yeah. you've been teaching us about the lies within the lies, and I'm tangling, I'm tangling this mess because we've been so deceived. The marketing is deceiving. The packaging is deceiving. Uh, whether you're mainly in the commercial world, but also in the health world. So part of my job is to help, is to bring truth. And one of the things that we are, one of the things that we really are promoting are the truth in marketing. Mm -hmm. Truth in marketing? Truth in marketing, because we have so little of it. Uh And with that, I'm sorry, Margie, I just don't have any sound in my headphones. Take it off then, <laughs> just keep talking. I apologize for pausing. This is blog talk <laughs> and this is just us, okay. It was just distracting me. Yeah. All right, so with Truth that, in marketing, you're saying? Truth in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes from my friend Diane Miller, who's uh, an attorney and who is a, a great um, help in legislation mm-hmm. for helping with food laws and getting uh, harbor safe harbor laws for states. Mm-hmm. in that we can be able to practice and do what God would have well, us do. Isn't it, you said the word marketing. Now, the enemy is always communicating. He's always spreading abroad through media, through marketing, through his God of this world technologies, the prince of power of the air, da-da-da. He is inundating, flooding, deluging the population with airwaves, sound waves, EMFs, whatever they all are. Frequencies. Yeah. Frequencies, absolutely. And frequencies are what we are made of. Uh, God spoke and there were frequencies that coming through the word of his mouth, his voice, which creates us. And we are frequencies and the devil is trying to disturb the correct. We actually live and operate healthily in a frequency range. And so even through the bombardment of the media, the advertisements, 
Um, he is trying to get us to believe Satan, to get us to believe lies. And I think people read pa- packaging. They read, they, you know, I was just listening to someone yesterday. Well, this is a granola bar, you know. It's got blueberries. It's got strawberries. It's got yogurt. It's got, you know, oats in it. And those are all food, right? Those are healthy foods. Well, this should be good for you. But what do they, you know, there are surely I'm good granola bars with blueberries, and I'm not picking out a brand to, to, to slam or anything. But when you just assume that, you see the picture of the blueberry on the package and the strawberry, and you see the oats, and it tastes good, you, you're not going to go any further to read all those words that you can't pronounce on the back of the label to see what they're really telling you. They're telling Satan always puts his lie in plain sight, and then you and I, we don't listen to it because it's too much work to figure it out. Some people go through the trouble of dissecting those words and see where, what chemicals they are, what they really mean. But the average person, if it says natural on the package, they're going to think it means natural. Natural is a cover word that means nothing. I mean, so I'm going back to the, the whole bigger concept that there's lies everywhere in the marketing, in the, in the um, advertisements, um, in our minds. But the bigger, you know, I can't do anything about how they're going to market the food. Oh, yes, you can. Well, I can, I, I can <laughs> but, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to. But I'm saying first, first I have to make a choice within myself to, yes. to think about or know that I want to obey God. Number one. I want to obey God. And if God says, eat this kind of food, then that's the kind of food I want to eat. If there's something in me that resists that idea, doesn't like the taste, doesn't like the, you know, the color, doesn't like uh, the amount of time it takes to prepare it or whatever, then that has got to be examined. I need to look at that and allow the Holy Spirit in me to show me whether or not that's the truth. So, um, yeah. Can I give you an example, Margie? Perfect. For years I've had this where, and at first I wasn't quite sure how to deal with it, maybe 25 years ago or so in my consultations, but you would see what the problem is for mm-hmm. the person because mm-hmm. we want to get to the root cause. Mm-hmm. We don't want to use supplements and herbs and food just as a Band-Aid as pharmaceuticals do. We don't want to right. just cover that up for the temporary. Yeah, it right. can give you some relief and yes. But as far as in my own world, mm-hmm. I, I like to get to the root of things, even mm-hmm. if it's harsh, even if it's not pretty, even if it's ugly, because it, it's the well, only it way you. we're going to make a permanent change. Right, because a lot of those roots are seeds that come from lies, not the truth. That's right. So in that, when we when we have this where we rebel, for example, mm-hmm. and we think that what we're choosing is freedom. Hey, I can eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can eat what I want. I can mm-hmm. eat all these chips. Or maybe it's coffee or Coke or maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's mm-hmm. alcohol. But whatever we're choosing as what we see as the freedom. Or what we, we maybe like it after a while. It, it's, it comforts us. Mm-hmm. For what all the different many reasons and how it deceives us mm-hmm. and how it makes us feel temporarily mm-hmm. brings us on a high for a bit. But we're going to fall for as as high as we go, even mm-hmm. with sugar, then it becomes our bondage. And now it owns us. Oh, yeah. And that's where we get in big trouble. So I could see what the issue is. For example, this is a, this is a mild example. You have someone who's drinking lots of coffee every day. You can see it under their eyes. They have adrenal exhaustion. They say, I'm so exhausted. And they'll say to me, 
But I just want to tell you up front, don't even touch my coffee. <laughs> don't even go there. I'm not giving it's it a up. a sacred cow. <laughs> that or chocolate for women or whatever it might be. Um, then we go to the next step, and it could be something quite addictive like an artificial sweet sweetener, whether aspartame or sucralose, and those are the beginning. We have many more new ones also. Mm-hmm. But whether it's sugar, which is eight times addictive as cocaine, or it's heroin, or it's corn syrup, or oh. sugar, it's the same hook in the cell oh, as hook. sugar. It's a hook. It hooks in the cell. And um, just so people hear this, sugar is eight times as more addictive than cocaine. So you think, oh, I'm going to give up sugar. It's no little feat because... <laughs> Because your brain thinks it needs it to survive. You think you need it to survive. However, what the body wants is the body wants plant sugars. And plant sugars are minerals. So number one, we need oxygen. Number Mm -hmm. two, water for true hydration. And number three, we're made up of minerals. Mm -hmm. So even when we eat organically, we're not getting enough minerals because there is no way in this day and time. With the soil, yeah. The soil and the amount of stress that our body is up against Mm -hmm. in stress, in um, stress, in radiation, in chemtrails. And so everything alive has a frequency. Toxins everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so the frequencies uh, really do program our life more than we realize. Absolutely. And so that's where, so if we can just go back in history for a Mm -hmm. moment, everything before the 1940s was organic. And I maybe shouldn't use the word everything. Most everything that we ate. Well, they hadn't figured out yet how to create all the pesticides, the GMOs and stuff, right? Well, they were working on the chemicals during the war. Mm -hmm. And during that time, then we were introduced to the chemicals. And some of the same things that were used later in Vietnam, like Agent Orange, we are now eating. Mm. And, some of, and some of the chemicals that have supposedly been outlawed, like DDT that my mom sprayed on the farm in Nebraska, supposedly is outlawed, but we still make it. We sell it to third world countries. It comes back in on our grapes and our tomatoes, and we're eating it anyway, and we're having these terrible effects from it, such as cancer. And so that's one reason our farmers and their families are suffering so from cancer. Mm -hmm. And now it's in our water. It's in our aquifers. And I'm not here to be a doomsday. I'm not here to say Mm -hmm. it's all, um, you know, gone to hell in the hand hand basket. However, I am here to give you hope. However, it starts as simple as the slight edge choices that we make daily. Mm -hmm. It's easy to eat an organic carrot. It's easy not to. It's easy to drink pure water. It's easy not to. It's easy to read a label. It's easy not to. But it's not easy to do any of those things if the demon is resisting inside of you and you don't recognize that. So it's surrendering it. It's surrendering ourselves. And it's not even surrendering the symptoms. We've got to get off the throne of being the king of our life Mm -hmm. because that's our addiction. Our (laughs) addiction are ourselves. Well, I think it comes from a fear. Fear is basic bottom line on everything, and it's a fear of, of wanting to survive, and yet isn't it ironic that the very things we're doing to survive are the very exact things that are killing us? That's, um, the, that's the circle irony of it, right? Of it, yeah. Okay, so then let's come up further through the war. Now mm. we've got chemicals and all these yeah. toxic sprays, and now we have we even have 
more pharmaceuticals. That changed in the 1930s Mm -hmm. when the AMA, before the 1930s, when the doctor had the horse and buggy Mm -hmm. and he came to your home. Most every country doctor gave you lobelia, no matter what was wrong with you. It's an herb. It's Indian tobacco. And it is calming, and it also helps to clean the lungs. It doesn't oh, harm the lungs. Doesn't it have a pretty flower, Lobelia? I think so. It probably does. I don't know every one of those. Oh, well, maybe I can <laughs> look wrong. it up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, it does. And the thing is, is that then we started having TV dinners. Oh. And the convenience, because now when we had Jello, you know, it was just a whole aluminum. Age. Putting those TV dinners on aluminum trays. Right. And yeah. All these conveniences started happening. and more, Yeah, pre-processed foods. Yeah. Right. And the more convenience we have, usually the more bondage we have. Because even in our own self, you know, we've talked about this several times before on the radio, in our mm-hmm. seminars, mm-hmm. is, you know, we drive around for 15 minutes because we want a parking place close. Well, how yeah. about just parking out there in the parking lot and walking in? It'd be so much better for us. Microwaves are killing us. They're killing our children. Mm-hmm. And I have talked about it for, we used to well, get a know, little piece of literature on it. Now there's massive amounts of information mm-hmm. of the scientific research. But here's my question. Okay. Uh, personally, we threw our microwave away years, 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 years ago. And we're still here living. We're still proof that you can live without a microwave. But my question is, when people get these tons of literature, I mean, even if it, it just drifts through your your information zone, you know, lightly, and you know it's deadly. Why do you keep putting your kids' food in a microwave then? Because it's quick and it's easy, and I don't have time. Because for I don't else. really believe it's going to hurt me, or I don't oh. leave this one little time, or it's not a big deal. But when you have to have all that quick, you know, fix that meal fast quick, because we have to run off to do this other thing that back yeah. in the 30s they were never doing. I mean, yes, you got to pause more. You were at home, but sometimes it's even in the work of the Lord, Margie, right. that the families that I work with, they're a mess because they are so busy, busy, busy. Doing God's work. Mm. Yeah, in service that they're not taking care of themselves and their families. Mm -hmm. And so when you see enough little kids that have brain tumors because they stand in front of the microwave, it's right at the height. They might Mm -hmm. do everything else right. They drink wheatgrass. They grow sprouts. They ferment their food. They have very smart parents. It takes courage, doesn't it? It takes effort. It takes courage. It, it takes, takes effort to so get out wondering. of your chair and out of your bed and get out there and go for a walk. Well, you know, we're, you know, but let's go back to the microwave from it takes a decision, you know, and that's what it always is going to take is a decision on your part to say, no, I am not going to do that anymore. I will pay the consequences of figuring out my meal ahead of time or defrosting or dying out ahead of time, taking out the meat before our preparing. supper. Preparing. I, you Planning. know, Eating good food is a lot of commitment. It's a lot of work, especially if you're going to start it from seed. You're going to see it, grow it, weed it, pick it up, wash it off, harvest it, the bug, mash it up, cook it, whatever you process do. it. You know, but it, it is part of what God said to do to Adam: eat the food by the sweat of your brow. Our real process, our real see, we can, can complain about life being so complicated, but the more complicated, the more leisure time we have, the more we get in trouble. Yes, because a lot of times we're buying most of those conveniences on credit. And yeah. that's a whole other thing yeah. in itself. Yeah. So, but I say that even though that's not the topic of our program because it all plays a part. 
Because mm-hmm. if we're not going out for a walk, we're not going to have as much energy. We're not going to think as clearly. But what if we don't feel good enough to go for a walk? That's because we're not eating right. We're running the microwave or we're living on carbs, and which turn to sugar. You know, and, and I think, again, you know, talking, if you don't care about yourself, and those of you who have children, still, you know, do you care about your children? Right. So I mean, you feed them those cereal sugars in the morning, and you expect them to go to school and concentrate. They're going to be done concentrating about, you know, 20 minutes after they show up at school. And whatever they're supposed to be taught in the morning, they don't, it, it's because the sugar's worn off, they're, they're high as past. They're now crashing. Um, and yet we feed them those colored, uh, sugared cereals. And we know, we do know better. I believe in in our hearts we know better because the Spirit of God tells us so. So in my world, it's really quite easy because my mom taught me a long time ago. She said, there's no no faster food for fast food than real food, washing off a carrot, peeling a banana, eating an apple, this plucking per- a grape. This morning, what did I do? I opened a watermelon. But you know what? It was breakfast. How easy is that? But see, the thing is, what's in the grocery store? The grapes, the watermelons, at, even if you can get organic ones, they're even they're more expensive than a box of cereal. I mean, when you put it all together, pound for pound, I, I think we just uh, were trained because of the commercials and what because of what our kids want. Now kids don't like, I don't like strawberries. Have you ever eaten a strawberry? No. Then how do you know you don't like them? I just don't like them. Why? Well, my, my mom doesn't like them or my dad doesn't That's eat them. That's our example and what yeah. comes down through the lines. I, I think we need to compare apples to apples. So you're talking mm-hmm. about that cold cereal is cheaper. It's really not. Have you noticed lately they're like 4 or $5 a box in and yeah, even well, then if you, you can buy them to, on sale. Yeah, okay. well, then you just go to one of these big distributing places and buy them in the big bags and maybe get it cheaper. And maybe you don't know anymore. Maybe you haven't done your arithmetic lately, and it isn't cheaper, but you still think it might be. We think it is. There we go. But, but they're hungry after five minutes. Right. And they're and looking for something scrounging. And they, they go in the cupboard and get some more junk food. Because they didn't get their minerals. I know. And they didn't. That's why we're not satisfied. So if you want to do apples to apples, mm-hmm. if you're going to compare cereal, then we need to look at whole grains. If you buy oatmeal, it's going to be way cheaper than buying processed cereal, and it's oh. going to go a lot further, and guess what? The kids are going to fill up. But they don't like the taste. And you know what? Your taste buds can change. Well, you know, your taste buds can be possessed, too. Get that, people. <laughs> your taste buds can be controlled by the spirit of and craving, and that's where it starts. And... Because here's, can I say something about, when we're programmed, every opening in your body becomes a gate. And at every gate, the enemy sets up his team to program you. You know, in your mouth, they restructure your taste buds. They, and, and this can become a, a process, a slow plus over maybe several generations of, you know, and, and morphing and, and changing the DNA and whatnot uh, from generation to generation. But if, there, if there's a, a, a taste issue... Uh, I don't like the taste. Um, and, you know, again, kids don't know the taste of anything when they first start. If you start feeding them baby foods and sugared things and blah, 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 they're they're going to expect that's what their taste buds train, were trained on. If you actually teach them real food and take real sugars out of plants and things, that's where you begin. But now that you're an adult and your taste buds have screwed up, you might ask the Lord to take the sword of his word which is able to separate even to the dividing of bone and marrow, thought and intention, soul and spirit, which I believe 
bone and marrow taste buds can be separated from a demonic spirit. Now, you don't have to know much of the word to say that. Just say, Lord, your, your word is your, a sword. Take your sword and remove these demons from my mouth. The same with our ears. The same with we get used to listening to this. We're off subject, I get it. Rock music and, and harsh, horrible sounds. And we become uh, desensitized and used to that. So in our mouths, Karen, I believe the enemy sets up the battle right with your tongue, right with your mouth to begin with. It does, and it's up to the parents what we feed our kids and how we start them out. Hopefully we get to nurse our babies, and hopefully yeah. we get to, when they are ready to eat, that we start them on a yellow and orange vegetable versus pablum, and like when I was little, or cereals or sugary fruits. Mm-hmm. There is a process of doing yeah. that. There are people who are well-trained in, mm-hmm. in helping to, however, children, you know, they maybe aren't ready for some of the foods that we eat as adults, and they can't eat all mm-hmm. raw, for example, because their little digestive systems, it's too hard on it to just feed them raw broccoli or something. And so I like to have a variety. I feel like God has given us a wonderful mm-hmm. variety. Uh, I'm not extreme in any one area, like we mm-hmm. have to be all raw or all vegan. Mm-hmm. I love good. love all of these good things, love butter, mm-hmm. Um and Me too. You know, all these good things. And body types are different. Mm-hmm. However, we really need to feed our children on every level. We need to nourish them mm-hmm. on every level. And a lot of times food is equated with love most of the time yeah, and true. or punishment. And so as we get older, we find that some of the habits that adults have are actually from when they were young. Well, I got to have my ice cream every night before bed. Mm-hmm. Or I got to have milk with my cookies because mom had that ready when they got home from school for the older generation. And that equates with love or reward. Right. So some of the mm-hmm. things that we think that we have to have is an emotional attachment. So yeah. for every need, craving, and addiction, mm-hmm. there is a spiritual, physical, emotional, mental reason, mainly spiritual. Or belief. And Yes. And once mm-hmm. that is fulfilled... So when we crave chocolate, we really need magnesium and calcium, the dark minerals, such as mm-hmm. the same with coffee, because it does have minerals. doesn't mm-hmm. mean that dark chocolate or an organic coffee in um, minimal amounts are not good for us. So that can be that can be a fun treat. But where we get off, Margie, and sometimes we don't realize it, that in marketing, and because I've been in marketing formulations, And from the seed to the shelf, Mm -hmm. uh, from the soil to the shelf, we find that anything that's under 2% in a product, it doesn't have to be listed on the label. So Mm -hmm. even if you're a label reader, you don't realize how many things are hidden sometimes under a description. And they're getting very, very clever because when you said you can't do anything about it, the consumer drives the market. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why Monsanto right now is in lawsuits. Uh, the stock is going down Great. because worldwide it's being banned in countries. Mm-hmm. But it's because many, many people have dedicated and we spend time each day getting the word out mm-hmm. to educate people. We were even fooled, Margie, back when I had my health food store 30 years ago when canola came out. They oh, yeah. brought it out as though it was supposed to be the new health oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I 
I realized I was deceived because, you know, the real name of canola oil is rapeseed. And they knew nobody was going to buy rapeseed. And so they changed the name of it to canola. There's no canola growing in the fields. Mm -hmm. However, it is a Monsanto GMO. Genetically modified organism, and they have been being using that. They were feeding our cattle that back in the 70s, and like most of Iowa, from where my home roots are in South Dakota and family in Iowa, most of it is GMO corn and soybeans. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to just say one side note here is that a lot of times when you are a reader and you're on the internet and you're looking at all this new information. Really take a look at who's putting out the research, even in the health world, uh-huh. because it will say for right now, they're really on soy. They have been for years. And yes, 90 some percent high percentage of soy in America is a GMO soy. The baby formula, the oh. foods we're eating, the oh. additional. And that is changing our DNA. Oh. You know, Japan oh. banned us for years from importing any GMOs especially wheat, because they said, you know, the studies haven't been done yet, how it's going to affect our DNA for 20 years from now. Smart them. Right. But then uh, the big trade commissions, and my dad tells me about this, they went to work to force some of these countries to buy our grains or they were going to take away their funding. So when you get into this, it is such a vicious, vicious, political, um, greedy entanglement industry because mm-hmm. it's so sad that most of our food is owned by the chemical which is pharmaceutical. Well, just an observation this is off the subject maybe but you know we can't do anything about all that big stuff but we can, we by, can. by not purchasing Right. then I'm thinking I'm looking at people who purchase food yes. if you go everybody goes to the grocery store or some sort of place to buy food and uh, look at what they got in their cart and look at how they look I know this is not this is not judging. This is discerning or observing. Uh, and you know, a lot of times they whatever's in their cart is what they look like. If they're white, they're pasty, they're flabby, they're unhappy, they're droopy, they're overweight. Da 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 da. You probably find very little real live food in their cart. Probably none. So you know, and then you go to these places like you go to the farmer's market or you go where there's a lot of energy activity, fruits, colors, da-da-da. People buying that stuff, they look healthy. That, it's hard work, You Margie, go to certain you grocery stores. You go to certain <laughs> grocery stores and you don't see the the obesity and the and the, the droopiness, the pasty, I call it the pastiness of the people. You go to other stores and mark it down. It's so... Be aware. Be it, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to make the equation to look at what's going on, and making choices yourself. Where are you going to shop? Where are you going to buy your food? We say, well, that's more expensive. Well, eat as much of it. You it's don't not need... more expensive in the long run, Margie, it's because not. of the big those little de- decisions and choices yeah. we make every day. Because of medical bills, make the destiny <laughs> yeah. of our health. In most cases. I think a lot of what we're seeing and what you're describing is mm-hmm. they're shuffling along in their PJs. It looks like their slippers. They're so depressed. Oh, my gosh. They're on antidepressants, yeah. almost yeah. always yeah. overweight. And I, my heart goes out to them. Riding their carts now instead of pushing them. Oh, there's more and more disabilities. and Because they, the food they think in that store in particular is cheaper sometimes. Right, and, right. And there's the cases of soda. You know, I was... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. shared with you yesterday, my, Margie, that I had read that over 200,000 deaths a year are attributed to the consumption of soda pop. 200,000? How many people die every year? Oh, in just this country? 
I don't know a number, but I know that there are different percentages, whether it's pharmaceutical deaths, whether it's Uh malpractice, whether it's giving the wrong prescription, Mm -hmm. and then we go to our foods and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we are finding and research has been putting out there is that GMOs, genetically modified organisms, with these uh, sprays, herbicides, pesticides, Mm -hmm. insecticides, sides, means it has heavy metals, that it is attributing to autism. There are children being born autistic who haven't Mm -hmm. even had vaccinations yet. Mm -hmm. And so they are very gluten intolerant because the gluten is usually coming from GMOs. Which is in the wheat usually, right? It's usually wheat, but there's a lot of other corn too. too. So with that, you know, they, it's kind of a given these days that autistic children should not have because it can create leaky gut syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it's just so um, in-depth and it's so complicated. But we can go back to simplicity mm-hmm. in that if we will, and it can be deceiving in the stores. When the government got involved in, in certifying organic, the standards went down. Originally oh. certified organic, 20 years ago was the crops had the land had to be without toxic spray for seven years and it had to be regulated and certified Mm -hmm. it was quite a process Mm -hmm. now that the usda has these stamps so that walmart and all these places can carry mass amounts of organic there is not that much organic produce that's being sold now their stamp is on it because supposedly it's only three years or less and they allow for so many toxins in the Mm -hmm. soil anyway I would say to simplify, number one, if you can grow your food, do inside out, grow your herbs in the winter. Right. It's amazing what you can grow inside. Mm-hmm. When you can, buy from your neighbors, do farmer's markets, mm-hmm. buy community. When things are in season, go ahead and store up. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to dry, if you want to can, freezing is very easy mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it doesn't process the food as much. But, of course, drying's wonderful. Have a cool area that you can have your potatoes and apples as long as possible, mm-hmm. your produce. And there are ways mm-hmm. to go about it. There's ways to go together as a community and buy as a co-op, raising your food. I'd like to tell a little story in history. Mm-hmm. In go just doing a webinar recently on having superior preparedness and having strategies for that, I did a lot of research, Mm -hmm. and in that I found out some history just even from our own family and our own history of with our grandparents homesteading our farm in the late Mm -hmm. 1800s. So they lived in a cave in the side of the hill for quite a number of years until they could even build the house. Wow. And then they, they built the house, and right after building the house, diphtheria hit, and three of their children died in one winter. And this is where my family farm is in our house. And the ground was so frozen that winter that they couldn't even bury the children. Oh. They had to put them in a box in, in our grove oh. out, in the, out in the cold. And I mm-hmm. think, how does one heart handle that? Okay, so then they come through that. And then the 30s brought the Depression, mm-hmm. the Dust Bowls, mm-hmm. the Grasshoppers. And I talked with some of the neighbors also because I was like, what did people eat? How did they get through this time? Mm -hmm. And my dad said they had a garden. And you either had to hand pump the water or have a windmill and water that garden because of the dust bowl. Mm -hmm. And 
he said, well, I said, Dad, how did people survive that didn't have seeds or didn't have water? He said, everybody helped everybody. Mm -hmm. He said, you had to. Mm -hmm. And he was a little kid at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad to learn that because nowadays we just think we're so clever and we're so smart. And we, we don't are. need anybody else. However, we got independence through the grocery store and our own credit cards. We don't need to help and share. Right. Yeah. But they already did that. They already did the community cooperative. It's mm-hmm. just not so romanced. Uh-huh. And if something happens, Margie, if something went down in this country, we only have enough food for three days. All the shelves would be cleared out. Now, if you've lived in Russia or the Ukraine and other nations when this happened, you know what that's like. And when you look at the government side, it's govdisaster.com, and you look at preparedness, whether natural or man-made, they have a lot of good suggestions. However, there's something there I do not agree with. Mm -hmm. They say have food or water for three days. Three days is nothing. Did we not just just see recently in South Carolina... Um, one day I went by the TV and I heard a lady say they were interviewing her. She said, we don't have water to drink. We don't have water to flush our toilets. 40,000 people in our modern modern city mm-hmm. were without water. And they were bringing it in by the semi-load. So I'm here to just really... And that's nice because it was a localized disaster. But what if the disaster is national? What if you don't have the next friendly state over or community to come and do the sandbagging for you, bring the water, you know, put out the fire, whatever, whatever. And I, I great, it's great that we can, you know, help each other. But what if these, and, and a lot of times people have their own individual family disasters. Financially, they've, they've, they've hit the ground, hit the ground. They can't hit the wall, whatever. And, and, you know, how do we get out of that? How do we prepare? Uh, how do we love one another enough to care for one another to get these things to, I, I have a problem in my in my own personal life right now, we grew a garden. You grew a beautiful garden. I know. And it was so good this year that we have so much of of squash, so much squash, that we couldn't even find enough people to give it to. And but the thing is, the problem is the squash won't keep unless it's prepared, preserved, frozen. If you eat a plenty of squash, you're going to be like the old timers I work with when I suggest (sighs) oatmeal. They're like, I can't, I can't eat one more bite of oatmeal. That's all we had during the depression. I know. You know, and so in that, that you can, you can overeat something. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Margie. Even God has even made the squirrels so that they prepare. Does right. that mean that we don't believe? Doesn't mean we're panicky. Doesn't mean any of that. But, but we've been removed from that mindset. Nowadays, we don't think about we we don't go into winter with oh, do I have enough acorns stored up like a squirrel? We we just say, well, I'm going to go to the store. I've got my shopping list. I've got my you know I've got my weekly schedule. Here's my menu plan. I've got the internet. Oh, these are, these are the ingredients I need. We you go to the store and get it. You're talking about the families that are organized and actually have a plan. But the, even they aren't going to have a plan if there's nothing on the shelf. But what I'm saying, Margie, is I grew up in that, too. We were like clockwork. We had a plan. I didn't know till I got out and started babysitting. And now families don't have a plan. They don't. They just grab. They go through the drive-thru. They, they go to the deli. Yeah, they, they go, um, here, eat this on the way to the game. Because their mind is so, what, overwhelmed? exhausted onto something else. Okay, so you got a merry-go-round. You can get this merry-go-round going one way or another. A number of most Americans probably, and when I say Americans, I'm saying North Americans, 
because we just think we're the only America. So for our people yeah. who are from other countries, I'd like to say, I do realize Latin now America, yeah, and that America, we are Central not, America, yeah. we are not it. So in that, what I see in just simple lay terms is, oh, it's easy to make hot dogs for the kids, mac and cheese, throw it in the microwave, have some potato chips, maybe have a pop or Pepsi with it. Okay, well, let's watch. The good old American dinner, huh? Let's just have some videos. Okay, let's just play some video games and, and, um, oh, then we'll have a snack, you know, some Skittles or some M&Ms or whatever. And all the kids are bouncing off the wall and they're like, why? They're yelling. And you're yelling at them to get to be quiet, to do their homework, to sit still. And they've and just had all these artificial colorings uh, and sugars and whatever. And then everybody's exhausted. So, you know, I'm too and tired. Crabby, Let's crabby, just crabby, order crabby. some pizza in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how about if we started our morning out with uh, some berries and a protein smoothie for the kids, put some coconut oil in there. We actually walked to school or got some exercise. Did or even if fun. we had to ride a bus, that's not going to be terrible. I mean, some kids have to ride a bus. Oh, no, that's great. But then play at recess, get out there and play. And um, bring actually your own lunch. Have a lunch. <laughs> because you know what? Now, tonight, we're actually going to have enough energy. We're going to pre-make our lunch. And we're going to have things in the crock pot that we have a real meal with some. But mom's out working. Dads, well, that's why crockpots are handy. Or dads don't know how to use them, or moms don't know how to use them. Kids are amazing. They love to help. They do. They love to help. We just got to take the time to train them and have the time with them and They're not so be exhausted proud. sitting on mm-hmm. the couch. Mm-hmm. This summer, with my grandboys, they love that they each had their own little water canister, these little shakers that we have, the little oh, yeah. blender bottles. Yes, yes. And last night, talking to the eight-year-old in Montana, he said, Grandma, how are you doing drinking your greens? <laughs> I said, Maddox, I actually missed my greens last. He said, Grandma, could you please send us some more envelopes of greens? We only have three left. They love shaking mm-hmm. and making. They love it if there's a good pure water pitcher that they can run the spout. Mm-hmm. I go to schools, Margie. I mm-hmm. teach them how to sprout and how to make smoothies. They go home and teach the parents. They want to be busy. They want to be a part of the family. They don't want to be just sat to the side with movies and games. Once in a while, it can be a nice break. Mm -hmm. However, we as parents, we've got to start putting forth the effort in the little things that we do and involve our kids. We're teaching them, Mm -hmm. which will be our grandkids, and that scenario can be pretty or not. Yeah. Well, and you've said many times that in this generation now that the children that are being born will not outlive their parents because their diets and what they're exposed to is even more horrific than what we or their parents were exposed to, which is a tragedy because then you're going to see, you're going to live to see your children die before you, which is not pleasant at all. I don't care. It's not natural. It's not natural either. So with that, your question was, what can we do, excuse me, to change this around to be able to have energy to make our meals, to be able Mm -hmm. to prepare. Here's my answer. Mm -hmm. It's starting today. Pure water. Eat real food. Begin supplementing with real supplements for you and your kids. And the reason I say that, an exercise, meaning get out there and move, play basketball with them, do something fun. The reason is, is that if you are not fit, if I am not fit, if we are not fit Mm -hmm. physically, we're not going to be fit 
mentally or emotionally mm-hmm. for preparing for the times that are coming. We yes. will not sustain. And number one, that starts mm-hmm. with time with God. Mm-hmm. The more time we spend in the Word, I was just reading in Oswald yesterday. Mm-hmm. For, it was a devotion from the day before. But unless we or quit being so busy serving and doing what we think God wants us to do, and we take the time to have that relationship be, with him, mm-hmm. we will not sustain the coming times. We will crumble. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where it starts. And when you start giving your body real food with real nutrients, mm-hmm. with antioxidants to protect your cells and fiber to cleanse your body, to mm-hmm. detox, mm-hmm. we got to detox okay. on every level is when you begin to think more clearly. You will look back and you will say, one of my clients said the other day, Karen, I look back and I say, who was that woman? Karen, you must have thought I was crazy. I I would have could have lost my mind. And Karen, I think so clearly now. Thank you for giving me life. I said, it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. It was you, Mm -hmm. you and God. You made the choices. Mm -hmm. So I read this little um, true thing on the other day on the Internet. And it was from a magazine or news called Good Black Men. And it said, why, why are these news articles not out there? So this boy, this black mm-hmm. boy, 15 years old, was on his bicycle. Mm-hmm. And he saw this little girl. I think she was five, three or five years old. Anyway, she was snatched from her front yard. Oh. He chased that person, that vehicle, for 15 minutes on his bicycle, wow. and they got that little girl back. Now, yay for him. Mm-hmm. Good job. If he wasn't fit, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. He sure. couldn't breathe it. He could. I mean, that would, ha- that would take persistence to follow a vehicle, and, and for 15 minutes, you'd have to not get hit. You'd have to have air to breathe. You'd have to have some muscles in your legs, yeah. right? So get fit, people. Well, here's the problem, dear. <laughs> I think people have lost hope in their own abilities to be healthy and to be uh, to have a destiny, to have value, to accomplish something for God. They've just become part of the sheeple, the masses that have been, you know, herded towards the edge of the cliff. None of you are called to be sheeple. None of you are called to be part of the the statistics of deaths, um, untimely deaths. We are all called individually. Have souls. And, you know, going back to your, well, well, you know, start eating, breathing deeply, whatever, whatever. It's little things, they, also, they don't cost money. They don't cost money, but they do, but but people well, don't understand money. that there could be some spiritual resistance within to making those changes because the enemy, the craving spirits, the spirits of rebellion, mm-hmm. yeah, addictions, um, they don't want to, they're demons, people. And I know you think that's far out, but Jesus cast demons out. People can have demons because demons are looking for bodies and they're looking for ways to express themselves and they use human bodies to do that. They also use human bodies to get their own needs met, which is they do. You, they are the ones who want the alcohol. They're the ones who want the cigarette. They're the ones who are crying out for the extra sugar. And so before you can make this decision to just do the right thing, you almost have to go after the lie, say, Lord God, I can't do this. You're going to have right. to show me what's the lie. What's the lie fear is telling me? I like the taste. It's no big deal. It's love. It's, you know, uh, whatever. Or, you know, I mean, what are you agreeing with? Most of us are agreeing with the fact that we think and feel. We're agreeing with our, th- our thoughts and our feelings, opposed to agreeing with the Spirit of God, which is also within us. So we're, we're opting to use our soul that's been programmed by the devil through experiences like we just ex- talking about, 
to experience uh, all these things as equaling love or as comfort or uh, taste good. We're, we're using how, the, how we've experienced these things programmed by the enemy to believe the lies. And we must ask the Lord to get to the root of the lies. Otherwise, all your good effort is just more good effort that's going to fail within about five days or five weeks or five months. The other thing, you know, so ask the Lord, what is it that keeps me from wanting to choose good food? What is it that, you know, you're hectic, you're frantic, you're overscheduled, you're exhausted, you're drained, you're, you can't sleep at night. It, it just keep, it becomes a vicious circle. And one bad thing leads to the next bad thing. The good news, on the other hand, is if you start doing one good thing right, it starts to help other good things go right. If you, if you start to get your minerals, then your potassium, your magnesium, calcium, your, your teeth aren't going to fall out. It's going to be good for the not having to go to the dentist every 20 minutes, whatever. So when you start doing something good, it, it has also that ramification of affects many things. But I think it goes back to our sense of who we are and that spirit of see, eating all this stuff the wrong way makes us very passive, lethargic, disinterested, disconnected, disassociated with our own life. Deep, we're programmed to just not care. We veg. We, 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 we're stoned, we're mesmerized, we're stupefied, we're vegged. So you ask the Lord, okay, where do I start? I remember when I was, you know, I, the Lord had been messing with me, talking to me about these things for, for a long time. I was raised with good food on a farm, da-da-da. Yes. Um, and then go off to college and eat college food for a while and didn't really like it, gained a little weight, um, but was busy, you know, and so got busy and then kind of still back in the day, was fortunate that back in the day we still had fairly good food to eat, ate some things that weren't that good, but didn't get totally addicted to anything, wasn't in a crisis position. But God began to, after I was saved, God began to deal with me about listening to these speakers like yourself and telling about the various things that you're saying, and I say, oh, wow, that's overwhelming. I can't do all that. That's too much. I got, That's too much to relearn, rethink, redo, blah, blah, blah. And the Lord just said to me, well, then pick one thing. Pick one okay. thing. Pick the microwave because I thought I can oh, do that did. once and it'll be done. Good. I don't have you. to do that every day. Just throw it out. <laughs> and you know what? That Good was easy. You. I lived. I've been living, like I said, for you know many, probably two decades or three already yeah. without a microwave. And... um. I'd have to do the math, so don't quote me on that. But it's been a long time. Oh, that's I've wonderful, Margie. Just think how your Pick kids benefit. Pick one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, um, so then when you get that thing done, then pick another thing. One okay. thing at a time. One thing at a time. So what's the next thing? Well, get some good water. Well, you know what? Let me recommend you in these days when the water is supplies are going to, you may not be able to buy bottled water every day. Um, but you may have to have some source of water. Get yourself a filtering system. And there's a very simple non mechanical, non-electrical system. I don't get any commission for saying this, but it's a Berkey water system, water filtering system that they use in other countries to purify mud, basically. I'm, you know, uh, but Berkey, B-E-R-K-E-Y, Berkey water filtering system. Just put Berkey in your Google and I'm sure you'll find it. Two big black carbon filters that you can change, rinse off. It goes a long, long time. I think it probably go at least a half a year, if not maybe longer. You rinse it out and stuff. You can dump your water in there, and I don't. I think it even takes care of tap water. I wouldn't drink any kind of tap water coming from a city. If I lived in a city, I don't know what I'd do. I think I'd die of thirst. Die of thirst. Dry of you thirst. You find a source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can have one of those in your home. You know, it's not illegal to have one. They're about two hundred fifty bucks. Are you worth it? Is good water worth it? And then you've got other secret things to put in your water, like hydrogen sticks and all kinds of stuff like that. But do one thing at a time. Just decide this week, I'm not buying any 
any pro, uh, pre-processed cereals, not not buying any, you know, Frosty-O's and Cheerios. And Your kids may have a lucky meltdown, term. but you'll get through you it. You know what? They'll live. <laughs> Think, get creative. Make breakfast, uh, peanut butter, put banana eyes on your peanut butter and make a, fun, a smiley face or it's something. Fun. You know. Yes, and even with your hot cereals, one thing that my mom did because she knew not to cook everything, we um, when we make the oatmeal, and even Dad makes it now, he makes it the old Irish way with some good goat cream, and, and he goes ahead and adds the honey and such after it's been cooked. So those are that honey's not heated. But you can just bring your water to a boil. Say that you're using a, a instant or just a regular good wholemeal Oatmeal. You know, like an organic. And so you heat your water, you put it in there, mm-hmm. you put the lid on, you turn it off, and you just let it sit. Well, the night before, in a dish, you put your flax seed, your chia seed, your raisins, craisins, whatever you want to soften up in some water. Mm-hmm. So then at the end, you add that to your oatmeal, mm-hmm. and it'll still be warm. You add it to the hot oatmeal, and then you serve it, and you put your raw honey on it, and if you like, we have goats, so we do goat milk and goat cream, but you can also buy coconut cream. You can buy organic cream. We have so much available we to do. us. Margie, it's just almost yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And so with that, um, and for those with milk allergies, they can have, and there's gluten-free cereals. I when Before we got into health, I like cocoa wheats. I love the commercial. Mm-hmm. They're so smart for kids. They had Pretty colorful balloons, red yeah. and blue. Cocoa wheats can't be beat. The very best cereal is cocoa wheats. Marketing, right? Jingles. So <laughs> when I had my kids, I thought, oh, shoot, what could we do, you know, for we are not going to do cocoa wheats, GMOs mm-hmm. and such. So I got farina. Farina is, and if you can have whole wheat, there's even a gluten-free type cereal you could use. And it has some of the flex in it, so you have your wheat germ, and it's more, mm-hmm. but it's still creamy. Or there's a rice farina I found the other day. So I make that, and what I do first in that is I heat my water, I put my carob powder in there, or if you want to use cocoa, mm-hmm. the good cocoa is actually called cacao. When you look at it, 55%, that's cacao. That's the real bean of the, the cocoa, where the health benefits are. You put the powder in there so it doesn't clump, maybe a couple tablespoons. And if you do add salt, I like to add my salt afterwards. You stir in your creamy cereal, farina, mm-hmm. turn the lid off, and then you add your honey mm-hmm. and you add your creamer, like uh, I use a coconut cream. Mm-hmm. And it is so delicious. And so my girls also had goats, so we had goat's milk. But that was a wonderful meal before school. Sometimes in the evening they say, Mom, can we have some carob wheat? is what we called them, or cocoa wheats in the health line. And so we had everything, Margie. Mm-hmm. The kids that came to our house didn't even know that the milkshakes, the pizza, or whatever was non-dairy. It was so delicious. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it was non-gluten. We didn't miss out. We had the real thing, and you're actually satisfied. You yeah. don't need two or three pieces of toast. One piece fills you up. Yeah. So you teach the kids, and you do a smoothie so you can sneak in. You don't have to sneak. So you can just put in and Mm -hmm. enrich that with all these good Mm -hmm. foods and berries. You make your lunches because you have the energy. You actually take the kids to the hay maze or to go out and work in the garden. And it's amazing what you will learn about your children or grandchildren when they're alongside of you working because they will talk. They feel free. You're not Mm -hmm. enclosed in some room surrounded by electronics. You're out there pulling weeds, and they'll Mm -hmm. say, yeah, you know, 
my friend John, guess what he did this week or guess yeah. what we did at school? Well, and it's relationship. That's another thing you just kind of touched on real briefly is the electronics. And that, of course, messes up frequencies. And I think next to food, that is probably one of the bigger things that the God of this world, the Prince of the Power of the Air, is now using to program the minds of children. I talked to one of them yesterday playing quietly for an hour on this video game um, at the dentist's office. Not one peep out of them. And I I said to him, I said... um, Afterwards, I said, why Why didn't you, Sky, you're so quiet. He said, it's so relaxing. I said, it's relaxing to have your fingers constantly trying to be shooting something or knocking something over or chasing something or running from something. How can that be? Because they don't have to interact with people, with their siblings, and they don't have their parents telling them what to do. Communication skills are being decreased and destroyed. Um, That's another thing. The the, the beauty and ability to write, express, to declare the truth, to sing praises to God. Our communication with God is really being cut off, not just by the foods, but by the things that we just habitually do now. And and people are crying out, oh, we got to simplify, simplify. Well, it, it, it takes courage to simplify. And simplifying is not less work in some ways. I mean, I mean, you know, we move back to the country uh, to simplify. And not you really. have more work than you ever have. But it's actually very, I mean, I'm healthier than I was when I was living in the city. I'm sure. older. I'm older and healthier. Um, and uh, the simplifying is good. It's good stuff to do. It's, it's, it has brought me closer to God. It's not so noisy. Uh, you, you can kneel down if you want in the garden and pull weeds and talk to God at the same time. How about that? You can do that washing dishes too. So it's not like you have to have a garden to do that. Right. Um, there's just something about the dirt. I love it. It's just healing to my soul. To well, you know, actually it regrounds you when you walk barefooted in the grass and in the so it regrounds it regrounds our frequency. So there's a lot of good things people miss: the simple things and the quiet. Uh, and kids need that too, Margie. Mm-hmm. They the need some time away that they can just pound a nail in a board, or they mm-hmm. can, they want to be productive and mm-hmm. they want to have mm-hmm. their little hands and their minds going. Mm-hmm. They can do it where they're safe. You have an eye on them, mm-hmm. but give them some space and skills. And skills skills mm-hmm. and don't try to keep them busy. All the time. You know what? I really think kids, if they knew how to make bread, I think they'd really have fun with it, especially if they're old enough to just like get the water heated up and figure out how the yeast thing works because they can play in the dough and they can knead the dough and they can knead it, knead it, knead it and play with it and slap it around and cut it and make it shape. huge (laughs) Play-Doh. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of tempted to teach uh, our grandsons how to make bread. That would be great. My five-year-old is a great cook. Yeah. He is a, he says, I'm the, he's the chef and his brother says he's the chef. In fact, when he was really? three and I was making Christmas dinner, I forgot, but I have a picture. He's got the mittens on his hand from Grandma, I'll help you. He loves to cook. And so he makes his own Annie's Organic. His mom loved this, too. Um, they have mac and cheese mm-hmm. because it's the healthy form and you can mm-hmm. even get gluten free. Mm-hmm. And so when we were together this summer, he made a number of meals. And yes, I was there. He was with, five. He's five. Oh, my God. And he's like, no, Grandma, that's not how you do it. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, I was there with the stove and the mm-hmm. hot water mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But he is a good little cook. And yeah. that's because his mom is brave enough. She, he's been right on the counter since he was a baby, uh-huh. helping her make sure. the cookies and such. Sure. And it makes him feel that's yes. part of feeling worthy. Yes, I because know. Because when we don't know that we're worthy, Margie, mm-hmm. we don't take care of Well, us. and they've got to see themselves be able to accomplish tasks. I have We have a granddaughter who's now, I think, well, she started when she was like eight, baking 
Mm. And she's now the baker of the house, and she's only what eleven? Maybe no, she's the recognition that gives them. Yeah, she's yeah, she's probably nine, actually, or ten. Mm -hmm. Change her ages so quickly. But then another one of our grandsons, his mother's too busy in the morning, so I taught him how to make omelets. He is now phenomenal at omelets. I mean, the whole family raves about his omelets, and he's he's been making them for two years. He's now uh, he just. 11, but he uh-huh. was starting when he was yep. 9 to make these omelets. And it benefits the whole family. Yeah. So we had it. We were a really busy family. We had a health food warehouse. Mm. And so we, each girl had their area. And mm-hmm. one summer, my middle daughter, she had Rose's Kitchen. So she was the lunch girl. Oh. And we would leave tips. And everybody got paid for their work. But everybody was a part. Oh. And so at, they... It's so good because mm-hmm. then they they like eat doing, well. Yeah. They will have good, healthy genes to Lots have kids. Lots of benefits, yeah. And then they teach their kids. So, so they it's don't about going back to go our to, basics. And but then we don't have to go to the doctor so much. And there's a lot out there, people, really seriously, that's totally against us in every way, uh, demonically, spiritually, uh, in the in the situations that we're living in these days in the world, every way. But there's some things you can still make a decision about. And what you eat and what you allow to go on in your body, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, is still your choice. And, you know, if you want, uh, you know, I don't want to wrap this up because we have much more to say. Um, I don't know if we have any commercials. Do we have any commercials today? Um, do we have one that Karen, do we have the one eating for spiritual? Do we have one cravings? We have cravings, I think. How about if we do that little commercial on cravings? And right before we play that, I just want to make note that Karen and I, Karen has some awesome workshops she has done. We have some of those recorded. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some of your own recorded. She's also in the metro area for the next couple of weeks, Karen Steen Finch, to do consults. And so if you're interested in that, go to um, uh, liferecovery.com or call our office um, at 7... Oh, actually, I should give them your number, actually. What's your number they can call for a consult, Karen? It is 406-570-3941. 406-570-3941, and I'd be glad to meet with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something we've been doing, Margie, that's really fun is mm-hmm. our teas. Oh, We're yeah, having tea. teas, our tea, tea for party. Two, tea for 12. Tea for 24. We're having soul healing ministry over tea. Oh. And so we are we are open to that. And um, We're actually having a few of them um, in the next couple of weeks. So, again, if you want to find out about the tea, you can call that same number or our office number, 763-785-4234, 763-785-4234. These are, uh, you have to register because obviously people's houses are, have a limited space. Um, there, there's no charge. Um, first come, first get. And we're going to serve all kinds of fun teas, but we're also going to talk about more of the specifics of health and spiritual and physical health. Um just to benefit you. And, you know, this, you don't have to just never hear of us again. You can, Karen has all sorts of, she has a Facebook. She has, you can, she sends out one healthy minute. She's got uh, all kind. What do you do every, almost, you send out almost every day some sort of a little 
hot tip or something. <laughs> you know, some days I'm very regular and some days oh. I I have to put it on pause for a bit. Yeah. However, the one thing I would like to tell everyone, Margie, mm-hmm. is they can go to your site, liferecovery.com, mm-hmm. and click on the icon for learning how to get good supplements at direct prices mm-hmm. with Nature Sunshine. Yeah. Because the kids need good vitamins. Adults yeah. need good vitamins. Yeah. And so that is a good thing. Well, that's one thing, too. Um well, let's talk about that after we get off this little crazy sure. commercial here. Thank you. I want it, and I want it now. Chocolate. A juicy burger with everything. A turtle brownie latte overload. A cold beer. That guy over there. That lady at the counter. Cravings. Intense desires that demand satisfaction often rule our lives. Our cravings have formed habits we can't break, even though they are breaking us. The more we try to take control of our lives, the more out of control our lives become. And we end up doing more and more of what we really don't want to do. In Marjorie Cole's Cravings Manual or CD, you'll find rock-solid answers to your dilemma. No more crazy diets, guilt, denial, white-knuckling, or endless frustration. Just a release of truth from the Book of Romans that will set you on the path to freedom you never thought you'd have. To receive your copy or CD of Cravings, just go to www liferecovery.com that's www.liferecovery.com yeah yeah okay that's a good idea um just to kind of wrap up the last thought you know uh it's hard to find sometimes a good source for vitamins and or you know supplements and of course they are necessary it seems like these days because of the fact that our food and our schedules don't permit us to eat proper servings every day of healthy fruits and vegetables and drinking greens <clears throat> greens that have 20 servings of fruit and vegetables in organic form and powder throw it in your water bottle how easy is that so i think our our god is is giving us some solutions to the long tedious preparations of food by giving us people who've already done all that for us we just have it in a packet open it up throw it in a water bottle and there's a lot of you that say oh i hate the taste of greens or whatever but actually there are some pretty good tasting ones out there i found Yes, and your taste buds will change, Margie, mm-hmm. after about 27 days. Oh, well, anyway, yeah, and I hope that, you know, people can find And then there's, like we mentioned, I have a website that has one one resource. That's not the only resource. I have, I use several others, and I'm sure you can find them. But in our typical uh, shelves, in our typical stores, you're not going to find the product quality and um, truth in marketing probably that you'd find in some of these places where their total reputation is staked on quality and truth so if you can find things on that website that's great it's um uh nature sunshine yeah that's your website link. is it is liferecovery.com for all of you that don't know liferecovery.com and then they can click on it otherwise they There's, can go to triple w dot my nsp for nature sunshine products.com mm-hmm. forward slash life recovery so oh. they can go directly there that way also for that way your ministry mm-hmm. and it helps them yeah. also. Well, and and you know what helps me the most is seeing people get well. Yeah. And uh but going back to you wanted to talk about some deception in what was it? In the foods that we've been fooled into eating. However, Margie, oh. what's the name of that CD that we did together that we had okay. uh, hours yeah, eating for, eating well no it's um spiritual eating for spiritual health eating for spiritual health and in that it's a four disc set 
Um, we have two lectures that Karen does and two that I do. Uh, mine are on cravings and um, eating the food God created for us to eat. And yours are on the more specifics of... It was an all-day seminar. Yeah. That was, was a great day. Yeah. And then I've got one called... Um, you can find these on the store, actually, on our store. Uh, eating, uh, eating to Live or Living to Eat is the name of one of them as well. So back to the deceptions. Yes. Well, I remember, many of you probably remember, it came probably even when I was a baby that margarine started coming in because I come from a family of grocers and they told that back in the day the margarine was white and separately were these little tablets of yellow, the coloring that you had to mix into the margarine to make it look yellow like butter. So that was before it was even all mixed together. But growing up, I remember as a child, my mom saying, you know, margarine doesn't spoil and it can sit on the counter that has not got to be good for your arteries. She said, I equate it to axle grease, (laughs) being a farmer's wife. Mm -hmm. She was smart enough that we never used that. Mm -hmm. And now look at what they're telling us about margarine. So then in the 80s, when we had our health food store, it came out that we were not to eat butter and we were not to eat eggs, the very things that God has given us. Yeah, I know. And my mom heard that and she said, that's a ploy to hurt the farmer. Mm -hmm. I heard her say it, but I didn't really think on that big of a basis. I was like, oh, okay. So, yes, we don't want to eat commercial eggs or commercial butter or commercial dairy. Mm -hmm. However, good farm-raised brown eggs, organic, raw milk, those I'm all for. And so in that, now a number of years ago, they came out and said, oops, we made a mistake. I guess there's 40% less cholesterol than we said in the egg. However, Margie, God makes everything perfect. Mm -hmm. And when you eat the egg as a whole, Mm -hmm. the white with the yellow, Mm -hmm. it takes care. There is lecithin in there. Mm -hmm. And we need cholesterol. We've been lied to about Mm -hmm. our cholesterol levels. Everybody's different. And then what? Then we're put on statin drugs. Did you know that one of the statin drugs is made from styrofoam? And that's why your muscles hurt. And your joints hurt, right, besides damaging your liver. So why why be deceived and put our bodies through this? One pastor's wife that came to me was hurting all over. She was so tired. She didn't eat unhealthy. And we went to work on it, and she read some things online about statin side effects. She said, I have every one of those, and I am on that statin. She went back to her doctor, and she said, I am off of this. I don't have any more of these symptoms, and I will never do it again. And mm. you see, when we subject ourselves to other authorities... You're giving an agreement to that drug. Mm-hmm. And we are fearful because we don't think that we're smart enough to right. figure it out or to know our own body right. or that God can show us now. So you we give do, permission to the professional to tell you how to do your body. And that can be a crazy, crazy oh, roller coaster ride. Oh However, there are good doctors. We mm-hmm. need our nurses. There are medications that can save lives. It's mm-hmm. just that it's so overdone. In fact, California just passed a um, amendment, I think they call it, that they're now regulating how many antibiotics can be given to the animals because that is where our superbugs are coming from. They are resistant to antibiotics because of the overdosing of antibiotics in animals mm-hmm. and in our own body. So when we start standing that we need to nourish mm-hmm. our body. And in raising my kids, Margie, we were we were in health. We lived health. We worked health. It was it's our life. Mm-hmm. 
And so I would think, what is the most important thing other than them knowing God and their relationship with God? What is the most important thing in health that they need to know for the coming days as they were growing up, grade school, junior high, high school? And God gave me that the most important thing was to nourish and build our immune systems Mm -hmm. for what was coming down the pike in Mm -hmm. viruses and bacteria. So now they're in their 30s and later 20s. And I'm so glad that they know that they and that they give their bodies what they need. So for yourself and your family, it's part of the preparedness is arming the warriors in your body, the defense system. That is your immune system to mm-hmm. protect you. And to be able to do that, you have to have a good digestive system because everything right. starts with digestion that goes out and feeds the entire 10 systems of the body. Mm-hmm. And that is why it is so important mm-hmm. what we eat. Mm-hmm. what we don't eat, how much we eat, and it's really being in tune. And you can enjoy your food. Mm-hmm. God does, he wants us to take pleasure in the hard work yes, of our hands. Of course. of course he does. God loves us and he, and he doesn't want us to be sick. And he does, I think he grieves when he sees how easily we are misled and deceived and how we avoid or dismiss or reject his food, his way. And he knows that every other way is going to bring some sort of destruction. And that is his gift. I have one more untruth that we've believed, and a lot of people know about this. Mm-hmm. It was started in the 80s again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many farmers went out of business in, 80, in the 80s. It was really quite a time. Um, the thing that came in at that time was don't eat fat, no fat, oh, yeah. and all these low-fat, no-fat foods that were just Filled with sugar and chemicals. Mm-hmm. Well, now guess what? We have adults and kids that are so, if they have a label on it, ADD, ADHD, uh, hyperactive, can't concentrate. Because guess what? Our bodies need good fats. Yeah. Our nervous system, yeah. the sheathing on our nerves, yeah. besides minerals, need mm-hmm. good essential fatty acids, omegas. Our brain is mainly water and then it's fat. Mm-hmm. And we need good fat. So now our nervous system, our electrical system, yeah. is frayed. That's the right. The sheathing is damaged, That's and we right. have all these different... Creates depression. As, and we have physical effects like yeah. fibromyalgia, Suicide. MS. Mm-hmm. Our brains aren't working. That is our computer system. That's mm-hmm. the powerhouse, the power station. And the nervous system runs to that mm-hmm. and runs back. This is in lay terms. Mm-hmm. We need to give our kids good fat every day. We need good fat. Organic virgin coconut oil, organic avocados, great sunflower oil, I mean, and also safflower, olive oil. Make sure, though, it is the authentic organic virgin, cold-pressed if possible. You don't need as much of the good stuff. It will go further. And nourish your body and mind with Mm -hmm. the good fats. Then you won't be craving the deep fried and the chips. Uh-huh. So give yourself good salt. Like mm-hmm. there was another lie. We shouldn't have salt. Oh, my goodness. Even the Bible says we need salt. Mm-hmm. Salt with the pink Himalayan salt, real mm-hmm. salt, Celtic salt, Dead Sea salt has minerals in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It has minerals. And guess what? Your heart is a potassium sodium muscle. If those minerals get too low, boom, it quits. You hear about runners, totally healthy, running, running, in shape, boom, they die of a heart attack. Guess what? When you're an athlete, you need 20 times more minerals than the average person. So you've really got to supplement your body. 
Mm -hmm. And more women have fatal heart attacks than men. And my theory is it's because their minerals get so low because every cell in the body, Margie, has a sodium, it's a potassium sodium balance. Mm -hmm. So we need to give our body. So when you're craving salt, guess what? You need minerals. You need salt. I drink salt in water. It's called salt soleil with the Himalayan rocks. You soak water on it, Mm -hmm. make a concentrate, dilute it with some water, and then drink a little bit of that each day. It will clear the mucus. Mm-hmm. It will feed your adrenal glands, give you energy. My daughter, when she was getting a bit overweight, she began doing the salt soleil. It will work as a physics, so you don't want to overdo it. She gave up sugar, white sugar, white bread, any whites, gluten, and alcohol. She lost two dress sizes, let go of two dress sizes in just a few months, and she was beautiful, and now she's even healthier. Mm-hmm. So there's little things you can do right. like that to give if you we have hope. hope. Right, and if you don't have hope that things can change, if you're just stuck in this thing and this is what you are now, it becomes very discouraging and and, and t- debilitating. And that's exactly what the enemy wants, is for you to become despairing, discouraging. Back to the no-fat, low-carb thing back in the 80s. A lot of young girls were always reading the labels on these things in the grocery store. No fat, no carbs, da da da. And they were getting depressed. Mm-hmm. And it went back to exactly what you said. The research was saying our brains need fat. And so these kids are getting depressed, unhappy, because they weren't getting enough fat because they were going with these diets. And the first three letters in the word diet are die. And I think they're killing people. And God does not give us a diet to go on. He gives us a whole um, smorgasbord <laughs> of lovely colors and textures and foods and and um, that he, I mean, so many that there surely ought to be some in that, in that whole heaping uh, display of food that you, you, sh- you can find to like, that you can eat. And, and if, you know, and again, I think people stay away from spices, herbs and spices, which really make the food taste lovely. Yeah. And uh, those herbs and spices are part of, you know, the supplements, the nutrients that we need. And, of course, you can buy them in a capsule or you can sprinkle them on your chicken, you know, whatever you want to. <laughs> you know, I need to say something there, Margie, about when kids crave or you crave spaghetti, pizza, tacos, it could be because you need those spices and herbs. Yeah. Usually those, besides garlic and cayenne pepper, which mm-hmm. we should have most every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't say should. I love eating them most every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, rosemary, thyme. You're making me hungry. Basil. Stop. <laughs> all of these oregano, they are antibacterial, antiviral. Mm-hmm. And even sage. We had a doctor who would, if we were getting a cold or flu, mm-hmm. he'd have us do one teaspoon of sage each day. It would knock it out. You just wouldn't even have any more of it or you didn't get the cold or flu. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon. One teaspoon a day for three days is what he had us do for sciatic nerve. We just used it again for one another. One teaspoon three times a day. I'm, I'm sorry. One teaspoon for three days. Oh. One teaspoon once a day oh. for three days. And uh, one of our massage therapists is older, and he was really having pain in his hip. And my mom kept telling him, cinnamon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was over the other night to her house. She made up the cinnamon. You want cinnamon. <laughs> no, I'm not saying cinnamon. That. <laughs> That's cinnamon. how my daughter used to say it. And so you put it in honey or water because you don't put these powders right in your mouth because if you breathe in, it can get in your lungs. So you can do a half a teaspoon of honey if you can have raw honey. Most people can. Or some water. So 
so you wet it. And he did it only two days. And when he came back, he said he was walking around. Here his hip was better, his sciatica. sciatica. So you see, that's not expensive, but you want to get organic cinnamon that's Mm -hmm. non irradiated because most of it in the grocery store is unless it says organic. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is when you're talking about depression, well, going back for just a moment, see pizza, tacos, and spaghetti is not junk food. You can make them totally healthy, Mm -hmm. totally good ingredients. You can pile on the vegetables, cooked and raw. Mm-hmm. And it is so good for you and You're the making kids. me hungry. So. Right. And the soups. <laughs> so the other thing is that real fish oils mm-hmm. and I'm talking about something like from Nature Sunshine where it's tested so it doesn't have the heavy metals and radiation. Uh-huh. Don't go out and just buy fish oil at the drugstore. Are we talking cod liver oil or are we is that a fish oil? That is. There are some fermented cod liver oils out there that are good. I'm talking about fish oil like from Salmon or um, yeah, but the salmon these days isn't that pretty bad. It can be. It can be. The good thing is is that when it's taken from the cold waters mm-hmm. up by Norway, Sweden, oh. and then they are tested. Mm-hmm. So what they have found in the research is that essential oils such as fish oils mm-hmm. job than any antidepressant on the market. Wow. And that is from a website. I don't have it right off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I love her research. Dr. Ann, she wrote the book Prozac or Panacea, and I've interviewed her on the radio. She's got great information, um, researched in her in Prozac or Panacea. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ann. Okay. Dr. Ann. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you're so right. We need the good fats. Dr. Mercola says, at least two tablespoons a day of the organic coconut. If you're wanting to reverse Alzheimer's, mm. four tablespoons. If you want to keep yourself from Alzheimer's <laughs> too, huh? So you just two put that right in your mouth and just eat it up. I didn't think I could. I thought, because I'm not that great about greasy, oily things. Mm-hmm. But well, you can always I rub it, it on your face, rub it on your feet, and it'll probably get in eventually. It is, but it's great in smoothies. <laughs> Because you can add it to your berries, your pineapple. You have got a coconut pineapple smoothie then. Mm-hmm. Use it in your cooking. You can make use popcorn. You can make uh, make your popcorn out of coconut oil. You can, and then you can melt a portion of coconut oil, now you're a portion of olive oil, and a portion of butter. And you pour that over the popcorn with the real Himalayan salt, maybe some little bigger crystals. In fact, one of my girlfriends, Jamie, when they come over, my mom's known for her organic popcorn with that recipe equal parts of coconut, olive oil, and butter poured over the popcorn with the good Himalayan crystal salt. And <laughs> she asked her mom the other day, why can't you make popcorn like Grandma Janine? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the running joke, anybody that comes to the house. So you see, you can have that mom use popcorn for us instead of chips because uh-huh. she didn't want chubby little farm kids running around. Mm-hmm. Apple a day, at least. Wonderful. Make sure it's organic. more antioxidants. But the reason an apple a day keeps the doctor away is because of the fiber. Mm. So in all of that, So applesauce, apple juice doesn't work like an apple. apple. Unless it's raw. You can juice the apples and you can even make raw apple sauce in your Vitamix or your blender. 
So, yeah, it's just there's so many options, people. There's so much good food. And when you eat more bad food, you want more. Mm -hmm. When you eat good food, you You want want more good food. And that is you just got to change it around little by little. Mm -hmm. Or if you're one of those persons, when my mom came home, she just cleared the cupboards out of sugar and all those things. And it was done and over. And so some people do it that way. Like when they quit smoking, they just quit. So you can do it. And I just want to give you that hope and that encouragement. Well, let's do another commercial. Eating for spiritual health. That's the one we were talking about. Uh, Karen did the workshop with me a time back, and it's just really awesome. Go ahead. Eating. we got to do it, and we sure do plenty of it. A lot of times we feel guilty about what we eat. Many of us are overfed, yet we are undernourished physically and spiritually. Here's something you may have never thought of. What we eat and the attitude in which we eat it has a lot to do with our spiritual health as well as our physical health. In their powerful CD, Eating for Spiritual Health, Marjorie Cole and Karen Steen Finch explore what God has to say and what God has given us for optimum spiritual and physical health. You will see how God's diet plan is simply the best. To order your copy of this life-changing CD, go to www.liferecovery.com. Again, go to www.liferecovery.com. Hey, we're back. That was, that was uh, yeah, eating. We sure do a lot of it. There you go. <laughs> eating is for spiritual health. And, and, you know, people don't always connect eating as a very spiritual act. Oh, it is. But, again, going along with that, I wrote a book called Cravings. Why am I doing what I don't want to do? And it really talks about eating food and using chemicals and things like that. Um, cravings. Why do I do what I don't want to do? And, you know, Karen is going to be around for a couple of weeks now. This is the date of this program is November uh, no, I'm sorry, October 20th. I'm living my life ahead of time. And um, so, and we're going to be doing, actually, there's another fun thing coming up. On the 29th, um, Karen and I hopefully are going to be taking part in a, 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 a I don't know what she's calling it, a, a walk, a nature walk or a, a, a class where you, she's going to actually, this woman is Connie Carson. She's going to be talking about herbs and tinctures and remedies and things like that. We haven't even touched on any of that today. That's kind of like advanced eating, I guess, (laughs) with medicine included. But if you're interested in any of these kinds of opportunities, the teas or consult with Karen, again, what's your number, Karen? 406-570-3941. So it's 406-570-3941. Yes. And so what we'd like to do is I think we're going to wrap the show up for today, but because you're going to be around a couple more times, I think what we'll do is get a, get you on the, on the radio a couple more times um, so we can continue this topic. And uh, we didn't give you the call-in number today, but I'm pretty sure we're going to do that next time. If you've got questions, uh, do you have an email that they can email you at, or don't you do that? They I don't... sure can. They can text to my phone number, okay. the 406-570-3941. You can email love the number four herbs at aol.com or on facebook you can like montana herb shop love for love for herbs energy life for you or one healthy minute and we'll have you covered (laughs) okay that's a lot of stuff we can we can connect with you karen so i think that we're going to wrap up for today and again 
we thank you for joining us on this um, uh, understanding, untangling the lies. Um, are we being programmed by the foods we eat? And so God bless you all. You have an awesome day and happy eating. Thank you, Margie. Yeah. I have an emergency. What is your location? for yourself.